You're listening to Still Waters, the only God-prophesied podcast on the internet. Honest talk about the greatest story ever told. I'm Mike Freeman. And I'm Kim Gray. We're just sitting at a table talking. Another week. That's that's what we're doing. It's uh, it's actually just a few minutes since we did the last one. So (laughs) uh, we haven't changed clothes. We didn't get up and leave or anything. We will probably both need to. You're drinking coffee. I'm drinking water and still waters. Okay. But um, but anyway, yes, glad you're here. And, And we are, once again, we are just working our way through the lectionary readings, the lectionary being the, uh, essentially the reading path that Christendom follows for yes. the most part, except for those who just don't want to play. Yeah, which um, is fine. Which you don't is have okay. To. Yeah. That's that's all right. It's it's an option, and and we're just we're taking hold of that because this is lectionary path is a three year path, and so Tim, you and I have a three year mission. Oh boy! And, and that is just to read through this whole gospel track in the lectionary together, like this, um, for uh, until we reach the end of year C. Wow. And so here we That's are. It's like 2023. Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> that seems so far away, but it's it, not. Yeah, it'll be here before we know. Yeah, it will. Um, so God willing, we will finish. Yes. If I fall, just find just find anybody and sit on the other side here. <laughs> Maybe I was so. thinking like, I don't know if you guys know who Toby is, but he's like a friend of ours here. Oh, yeah. Which we really need to have Toby in. Toby would be to, another uh, fa- yeah. fascinating. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking both from a aspect of, of even... Some people you can just listen to their voices all day. Yeah. Toby's and Toby, one of them. Just get Toby started. Yeah. And then listen to him. Yeah. This marvelous Teutonic, would he call it Teutonic? I don't know. I don't know what he Germanic, Germanic, Germanic? Manic? Probably Germanic. Okay. But anyway, Not I love manic, listening to but Toby. Germanic. Yeah. We have to get Kenny Wood in here too. Oh, or, yes. Or Ian Sargent. Yes. If we have anybody anybody here with, with you know in Boise that that would like to come sit here who has an Irish accent, that oh, would be awesome. I would really love that. And Scottish, a good yeah. a good yeah. Glaswegian brogue yeah. would be fantastic. Yeah. Um and 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 of course, um, we we're gonna have I've totally gotten off to, we just <laughs> see this is what <laughs> happens, folks. We're relaxed, no script. Again, God prophesied stammering lips in another tongue. That's how I'm speaking to my people. But, oh, my goodness, the Swahili community. Yes. We've, oh, my goodness. I can listen yeah. to Brother John all day long. Oh, he's amazing. And he's, okay, oh, oh, hey, we'll have to get him because he yes. is, uh, he's on his way to yes. Kenya right now with the team from here, right? It, well, in fact, by the time this plays, he might have gone and come back. But they're going to they're be there for a while. They're so gone like be. 17 days. So God yeah. bless you, Brother John. Yes. Love Brother John. Yes, but anyway, um the voice we want to hear with whatever accent, we want to hear the voice of the Gospels. And that's why we're doing this. And this gives you an opportunity to take a pause on the weekend, uh, whatever's been going on, and and just allow yourself to, to lay down by the still waters of the greatest story ever told. And, and just hear this section of scripture. We're going to talk about it. Uh, honestly, the most important part of the podcast is where we just read it twice. Um, the rest is okay. You can listen or not, but, um, but the idea again, is an opportunity, make space, pause, breathe. So speaking of that, let's do that. Yes. Let's start with a breath. Okay. Okay. So what are we reading today, Kim? So, um, I believe we are in Matthew four. See, starting in 
12 through 23-ish. 12 through 23-ish. Yeah. And I might go to the end just because. Yeah. Well, and that's what I start yeah. saying. Because, yeah. you know, the fact is we just started talking before we even officially started the podcast. And I was like, okay, we need to stop. Because we need to start the podcast, we can have this conversation. Um, the, you know, this still. week's Where reading, um, again, going to lectionary.org, you're going to find where there's a Roman Catholic, there is Revised Common, and Episcopal are like three tracks. They're usually in, well, usually kind of on the same page, but there are variations. This is one week where they're all on the same page. And what's intriguing is that they all stop at verse 23, which is like one sentence into the last paragraph in That's- chapter four. Chapter Chapter four, and you really so you want the whole thing. Yeah. So, so yeah. Let's just let's just say through twenty five. Let's, right. let's get the whole let's the whole thing. It. This would be the Vineyard yes. lectionary track, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we should just start our own. There you Why go. not? And you're reading from uh, Into okay. Right Against yes, Me. Yes, I am reading okay. from uh, the Kingdom New Testament, which is a contemporary translation by N. T. Wright. Right. So, a theologian from Scotland, I believe. Uh, or someplace England. Is I think England? it's yeah, yeah. I think it's England. He's like the C.S. Lewis of our day. Is that very what much I'm hearing? So. Yeah, very so, much so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think either of them would be. Well, N.T. Wright would be blushing probably. Yes, he would. But I don't think C.S. Lewis would be upset at all with that. Yeah. Um, both of them are. Yeah, they have this intellectual pitch, but yeah. yet it's accessible. Well, at yeah. least for me, it's accessible. Absolutely. Um, but and anyway, for me as well. Good. So, all right. So, shall I start? Please do. Okay. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he went off to Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live at Capernaum, a small town by the sea in the region of Zebulon and Naphtali. This happened so that the word spoken through Isaiah the prophet might come true. The land of Zebulon and the land of Naphtali, the road by the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee, land of the nations, the people who sat in the dark, saw a great light, light dawned on those who sat in the shadowy land of death. From that time on, Jesus began to make his proclamation. Repent, he would say, the kingdom of heaven is arriving. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, his brother. They were fishermen and they were casting nets into the sea. Follow me, said Jesus. I will make you fish for people. Straight away, they abandoned their nets and followed him. He went on further and saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. They were in the boat, mending their nets with Zebedee, their father. He called them. At once, they left the boat and their father and followed him. He went on through the whole of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom healing every disease and every illness among the people. Word about him went out around the whole of Syria. They brought to him all the people tormented with various kinds of diseases and ailments, demon-possessed people, epileptics, and paralytics, and he healed them. Large crowds followed him from Galilee, the ten towns, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. This is God's word. Thanks be to God. Again, as you listen, you're well. You're just making space for God to speak. Um, looking for a word that's highlighted uh, in your mind as, as you listen. I encourage as you listen to Scripture. And, um, and, and let me just have a little segue here. Sometimes people, 
we, we talk about reading the Bible and, you know, pick up a book every day and such. And it's like, well, can I just listen? And it's like, yes, that's actually the original yes. media form intended for scripture was one reads and the rest listen. And um, I find it helpful just to close my eyes. Um, just close my eyes and, and just let the words kind of wash over and and I, I'm paying attention to them and so forth. But don't try to make it happen. Sometimes things will be highlighted, sometimes not, and that's okay. But it might be a, a picture, a word, an image, a question, et cetera. So we're going to do this once more. Um, I, I'm, re, I'm, I'm sticking with the message, um, Eugene Peterson's um, uh, life's work, uh, his magnum opus, and um, I'll read the same the same passage. So let's go ahead and take a breath. And uh, if it helps you, close your eyes and uh, see what God says. When Jesus got word that John had been arrested, he returned to Galilee. He moved from his hometown, Nazareth, to the lakeside village, Capernaum, nestled at the base of the Zebulun and Naphtali hills. This move completed Isaiah's sermon Land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, road to the sea, over Jordan, Galilee, crossroads for the nations. People sitting out their lives in the dark saw a huge light. Sitting in that dark, dark country of death, they watched the sun come up. This Isaiah prophesied sermon came to life in Galilee the moment Jesus started preaching. He picked up where John left off. Change your life. God's kingdom is here. Walking along the beach of Lake Galilee, Jesus saw two brothers, Simon, later called Peter, and Andrew. They were fishing, throwing their nets into the lake. It was their regular work. Jesus said to them, come with me. I'll make a new kind of fisherman out of you. I'll show you how to catch men and women instead of perch and bass. They didn't ask questions, but simply dropped their nets and followed. A short distance down the beach, they came upon another pair of brothers, James and John, Zebedee's sons. These two were sitting in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their fishnets. Jesus made the same offer to them, and they were just as quick to follow, abandoning boat and father. From there, he went all over Galilee. He used synagogues for meeting places and taught people the truth of God. God's kingdom was his theme, the, that beginning right now, they were under God's government, a good government. He also healed people of their diseases and of the bad effects of their bad lives. Word got around the entire Roman province of Syria. People brought anybody with an ailment, whether mental, emotional, or physical. Jesus healed them, one and all. More and more people came, the momentum gathering. Besides those from Galilee, crowds came from the ten towns across the lake, others up from Jerusalem and Judea, and still others from across the Jordan. This is God's word. Okay, so Jim, what what speaks? Well, there's a couple things and we talked about this on the last podcast, but just the abandoning everything, yeah. including like uh, John points out, like Zebedee got what left in the boat and his boys just walk off. Right. Um, how old are they at this point? Do you know what's the, are they of age? 
Well, they're not toddlers. <laughs> we, we're reasonably sure they're not toddlers. Uh, they've probably been bar mitzvahed, I would yeah. guess. But yeah, so, there's so much speculation. With yeah, that. it's just um, really interesting. But they, but they, yeah. they left. Like, what was Zebedee? Yeah. thinking. I mean, me, yeah. I'm a parent. I'm a grandparent, even as you are. Yes. Yes. Um, I was just just picturing myself in this story. Yeah. Um, yeah, know. it is. Yeah, it's like, like the picture. You know, there, uh, did you ever see the? Uh, okay, now now the name's going to slip my head. The the actor, but we called him the Happy Jesus, Bruce oh, yes, Marciano. Yes. The Visual Bible, Matthew. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, that, that could be seen as being really tedious and you know Sunday schoolish and such. But I mean, the, the visual Bible was just taking the script, basically Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, as a script, yeah. and that's what you see on the screen. Yeah. Nothing else added, but yeah. it is visualized. Yeah. And the scene of um, uh, the calling of yes, what, James me. and John with their father Zebedee in the boat. Yeah. I mean, it's just I, I thought it was just priceless because there's no there's no text. For, for dad. No. So all you see is you see them get out of the boat and they come follow happy Jesus walking in, you know, on down the beach. Right. And, and then there's just this lingering shot back at the boat of Zebedee alone in the boat, kind of looking there. And, and it's just kind of like, like what? No. no. What? <laughs> what, what just happened? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I love the scene because, yeah. yeah, again, they, they don't create additional no. drama. So it's just, yeah. but yeah, I love sons? that scene. I it's know. like, what is, what, <laughs> what? Okay. And and then, of course, we understand later on, I mean, it doesn't take that much time to to reveal the, the, the fact they end up at Peter's mother-in-law's house. And so if, if John, you know, James and John and Peter and Andrew are kind of like contemporaries, these right. are boys who grew up in, uh, you know, one of these little fishing villages along the Sea of Galilee, right. then, okay, well, Peter's of age. Typically, you're marrying in that culture as a male. I mean, you're marrying in your 20s, 30s. Typically, 30 is, is you know, that's kind of for when you males. begin your life's work. You've Not learned for, to trade. Yeah, you've right. built a house. You're ready to have, you're ready to have a wife and start your own family. Yeah. And and so if that gives us any kind of 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 measure, then chronologically, we know Jesus was thirty years old, right? And so if he's calling other thirty year olds, you know, yeah. so this um, that might give us some indication. Zebedee would be probably twice, right. twice the age. I mean, yeah. He's a sixty year old man. So even boat, worse, like he's like this old man alone. Yeah, now well, in this his is a family boat. business. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, major, you know, this is a life interrupted Yes, uh, for him. No doubt. Um, and also All probably them. for them as well. Right. And, and understanding this where last week's uh, uh, podcast discussion kind of bleeds into this one, but that's where they, they kind of inform each other. Peter had previously met Jesus, would be yeah. the indication from John, and then had gone back. Okay. And then, and now this is another encounter. So... You have to wonder how much they're like being with, you know, whatever's happening with John, whatever's happening with Jesus as long as, as they can. Mm -hmm. But then they have to go back. Peter's married. They have a business to run. And so it's with him. But then going back, you just have to wonder because then in, in Luke chapter five, there's yet another calling, which right. would seem to be another. Some scholars think that it's, it's a merging or a, a duplicate account that's different. And, and, and so it's like a contradiction or something. And, uh, but it, it, it seems to be different enough um, because it's not just Jesus walking by the lake by himself, right. but it's rather Jesus. Jesus having a huge crowd right. around him People teaching. Yes. And it just so happens that it's Simon Peter's boat. 
that he climbs into and says, hey, can you put me out a little bit from the shore? And he continues teaching through the day. And that's where this whole thing happens. And this is probably a reading company. Again, spoilers. Yeah. Okay, spoilers. Uh, but yeah, then that's a miraculous catch of fish, the first one. Right. Where after Jesus pauses in the teaching and decides, okay, I've been telling stories. Time for us to see one. Let's see and to make one. what it looks like. And, and, and he says, you know, hey, cast your fish over there. And that's the, the whole discussion. Yeah. And it would seem at that point, because Peter's totally broken on a whole new level, it would seem right. like. Right. And and there seems to be a finality to that leaving. So it just makes you wonder, which again to me is encouraging. Just understand that it wasn't like a light switch. Right. Um, it's just like us. We have encounters with Christ. We're drawn. Yes. But then we had to get back to our life. Right. And then we're drawn. So we're on and, our journey. But then we had to get back to our life. Right. And there are periods of intensity. And, and of course, even later <laughs> after the crucifixion, it's Peter saying, "Hey, let's go fishing," which might be more than just, "Hey, let's just." Relax on the the shore and yeah. and but it's more like let's get let's back get to back work. Let's get back to our life. Yeah, yeah. You know, this was a nice excursion. Obviously, it didn't. <laughs> no. We don't. Did it go anywhere? Is it gonna go anywhere? He didn't even know what to do with this. So we went back to what he did know, yeah. and that also comforts me as well. Yeah. Um, we have these rhythms in our life, and it's okay because Jesus keeps meeting us on the shore. Well, it's normal, is what you're saying. Yes. So welcome uh, to being just normal people. To normal. Yes. Um, we have these fluctuations. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. so the, another word that yeah. just seems to bounce off the page for me is kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, yeah. you know, what, like in my mind, I think about, um, when I think about like the kingdom of heaven, I think of it as someplace so far away. And yet this, this passage makes it uh, like it's here. Yes. Here on earth. Right. And so it's just, something really fascinating for me just to meditate on and think about. And what does that look like? And I know here at the vineyard, we have a enacted inaugurated eschatology. (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) That's it. The interior would be so proud of you. Oh, he would be so. Um, Anyway, but the, to dial that down to something that I can understand, it's kind of the kingdom is here and the kingdom is not yet. Right. Yes. And the now and the not yet. Yes. Yes. And so right here we are, we're experiencing the kingdom here on earth. Right. And people are being healed and right. and drawn to Jesus and yes, and wow. of course it's to an extraordinary extent. Yes. I mean it's, it's like a sunburst, a starburst yes. of, uh, and and that's and that's the picture, of course, in in the the prophecy that mm-hmm. prefaces this whole thing, uh, Isaiah's sermon. Those the people sitting in a land of darkness have seen a great light. On those dwelling in the land of the shadow of death, on them the sun has risen, and and so yeah, this isn't just a thousand points of light. This is like. It's all bursting. Right. It's bursting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and of course, we, we have other images of, of, of Jesus in the other Gospels. So we put the whole picture together. Jesus walking through a multitude of sick people in John chapter 5. And it's, it's not like, you know, he opens his chest, sun beams out, and everyone is healed. <laughs> and, and what's interesting is that there, we don't see any mass healings in the sense that he just pronounces, okay, you're no. all good. Makes the, well, he couldn't make the sign of the cross yet. That wouldn't have made any sense. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he, he doesn't like genu- genuflect or, or, or make a motion, wave his hand over the crowd and say, okay, you're all good. Just go home now. But right. it's the individual retention. Yes. I mean, he's spending time with each. And, and on that day in John chapter 5, the the and it could be he did more all right um yeah. but what john narrates is one person amidst a yeah. multitude of suffering hurting humanity 
Um, so putting all this together, we see periods where it's like, boom, here it is. And it's happening yeah. and it's rolling. Yeah. Other periods where it's one out of a crowd. Right. Um, and in other places, well, you know, the most pathetic, most pathetic gospel pathetic? passages. Well, uh, Do you see he said pathetic I gospel say, passages? I forgot to bring the swear <gasps> oh, jar. Oh, that's almost swear worthy. That was almost, it's not. Pathetic's not. <laughs> it's not, Kim. Um, but that that does mean, you know, we got we actually didn't even think about any swear words or anything. It's because we, we still, we still have two tokens. We've only collected we two so far. Mouse. But um, I, I, I won't be, I won't be so neglectful next time. I'll play <laughs> but one of the pathetic passages, I think, it's just sad. It's just sad. Is when G Jesus goes back to his hometown of Nazareth, and he said that that he was amazed. Two times at least, Jesus was amazed. He was amazed <laughs> at faith where he did not expect to find it, where you would not expect to find it. And that was yeah. in a pagan Roman occupying soldier, yeah, uh, representing everything that was wrong with the Jewish world at that point, the enemy, yeah. and where he did not find faith where he would have expected it. And that was among his own his people, people, which he said, oh, it's more like a prophet's not without honor except in his own town and among his own relatives. But it's just, it's a summary that, that, well, because of the lack of faith in the place, he could just lay his hand on a few sick folk. He's kind of like, okay, wow. well, let me hand on you, let me hand on you. And, and then he just leaves. So the fluctuations of this. Yeah. And, and of course, this raises up all kinds of things. Well, if we're just oh. having a faith and everything's going to be happening and, <sighs> and everybody, you get a healing and you get a healing and you get a healing. And of course, if you know my story, it's more it like, it's way. more like you get a brain tumor and you get a brain tumor and you get a brain tumor. And, and, and so yeah. that's the mix of life. Right. And, and that does bring in the whole thing with, with the kingdom of God. Right. Um, uh, kingdom of God is, is rooted in this, this, this concept of, of God being the, the one who is the head, who is the authority the in that culture. It's right. the king yeah. who is responsible for the domain. And, and that, was, that was their political image. That was, it doesn't work so well in American economy. So Not really, because we don't we, really we, have a king. We got rid of our king. Yeah. Um, and we've, we've tried to turn several presidents into kings. I know. Um, Actually, side note. So at the U.S. Capitol building in the rotunda, if you look up, there's a painting and it's called, I believe, The Apothesis of George Washington. And it's actually what was so, what fascinated me about this painting is that the artist was putting George Washington kind of in the place of kingship, which yeah. Um, yeah. You know, here George Washington is trying to take us away from that. And a hundred years later, this painting of him shows up on the Capitol Rotunda. It's right. there, people. I saw it. Um, so it's just like so fascinating. It is. And, and, and Kim, uh, everyone, I apologize. She just brought up politics. And oh, sorry. It has in the Capitol building. And my son okay, lives so. over there now. So well, I'm there you go. Go. yeah, anyway. okay. we're going to, we're going to retreat from those political waters. Oh, okay. And, All right. Um, but you know, the point being, yeah, it's not exactly an American thing so right. much. Um, and, and the point is not okay. That the universe is a monarchy as much as it is um, that, that when we're talking about God, we're talking about a, a divine realm in which yeah. he is present. Yeah. And, in, and what is our, prayer um again this is spoiler matthew chapter six the 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 lord's prayer um your kingdom come yes. your will be done as uh 
as in heaven, so on earth. Yes. Um, and 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 so we we see w- what God wants is life. Yeah. I have come that they might have life, that they may have it to a f- to the fill, and that is is something that just it flows yeah. um, out of uh, out of the presence of God. Um, the fact is, though, we're in a hostile environment. Yes, we are. And so, yeah. hence, we have the flow, and we have a whole lot of stoppages, yes. uh, which we see. But stoppages yeah. are one of the best places to see the flow suddenly start. Yeah, right. I'm actually getting ahead of us now into what the next reading would be, which would be the Beatitudes. It, it literally picks up where where we just left off, yeah. Matthew five, because. That's where Jesus starts. Blessed right. are the poor yes. and the destitute in spirit. So, yeah. but you know, the point being stagnation, flow, uh, ebbing, and flowing. It's um, it, there's a whole lot of flowing that's happening here. And and when I would say the key thing here is, is that the disciples didn't orchestrate this. No. It's like they're along for the right. Yeah. And that that is that's an impression of reality that I that I would sense pretty much carries through the Gospels and right on through the book of Acts and through the rest of church history. We keep trying to orchestrate things that ultimately we're along for the ride, people. Although there are certain okay. things we can do to shut the whole show down. But oh, yet yes, it keeps yeah. breaking out anyway. It does. Um, we can't stop it. There's an irresistible aspect to this. The disciples are literally carried um, they're carried away by by the presence of Jesus. They leave their nets, they leave their bows. In the case of James and John, they leave their father, and then they're swept into this whirlwind of activity in Galilee, which we haven't really commented on that. Uh, Galilee yeah. is kind of the backwater. It's not the happening place. Right. It's not the beltway. Is is so it's not DC, it's not Hollywood, it's not New York, is it's it not like Los Angeles. Cuna? Are it's, you saying it's like Cuna? It's, <laughs> I was gonna say Cuna. <laughs> yes. It's 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 Go the cavemen. cavemen. <laughs> <laughs> and cave women, lady cavemen. Yes, it's, lady it's, cavemen. Although Cuna is, it's amazing it's how Cuna is spring. We, as we it used have to, to go be. further. We have to go to Yellow Pine. Yeah, Yellow Pine. I think okay, yes. Yeah. Fiddling yeah. in Yellow yeah. Yellow Pine. Yeah. Um, that's what this would be, and that's yeah. what gives it uh, probably the cultish thing with yeah. us as well, because it's like it's away from the limelight, right? And there may be something here for us something also to be happening. paying attention to, right? Um, uh, we we talk about what would Jesus do. Well, this is what he did. Okay, and that's what he did as Jesus of Nazareth in first century Jewish culture and political and social landscape. So what we need to do in 21st century Western uh, American culture and landscape, as well as what he would do in third world developing countries, as well as developed. Um, and I, would, I suspect there's going to be as much diversity of expression there as yeah. there is and the, the fact right that he's here? the creator who he didn't just create a dog. He like no. created and he created a mechanism whereby dogs could keep breeding and interbreeding and <laughs> until and all, we get doodles. Yes. <laughs> the most amazing thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. we, we have a God who who you know, a creator. So creative. Uh, who's so extremely diversified and ever expanding bandwidth. Yes. And so anyway, all that to say, well, this is what he did though. Um and it's very much a wave of divine presence and activity, which is spreading life. It's like there's a contagion yeah. of health and vitality spreading through Christ. Um, and regardless of what we think about why are people healed, why are they not healed, we should be this kind of contagion, I believe is yeah. the message I would say. Right. As, as Jesus followers, there should be a contagion of life in us. Yeah. 
Um, and Kim, I'm sorry, I turned this table into a pulpit and I've just been stammering <laughs> with another tongue. But um, so, so last word, Any, anything oh, else? Oh gosh, last word. This is really, um, I don't know, this is, I don't know what the last word is, but this is really fun and I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope you're breathing. <laughs> And take yes, time please out. do breathe. Yes, do um, breathe. Go shine some light, uh, yeah. just not in people's faces. Yeah, uh, that not tends right to in their eyes, them. but just yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I light. think that's the challenge I would I would embrace yep. uh, for all of us is to uh, to go be that light, yeah. be that contagion yeah. of but, life that right. spreads. Um, and the people and, are drawn to. Yes, you know. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, we will. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you are still listening, thank you. And um, we will, uh, we'll see you next week. We'll actually be Matthew 5. Oh, I should have said that. I did already say that. It's okay. Yeah. The Sermon on the Mount. Don't read it now. Just, just experience it next week. There we go. And we'll do that together. Sounds good. All right. See you then. Hey everybody. This is Mitchell Maldonado, producer of the Stillwaters podcast. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to get the written materials to follow along with Mike and Kim, you can download them or sign up to get them straight to your inbox at vineyardboise.org stillwaters or drop us a line at stillwaters at vineyardboise.org.